You're listening to the Babes Building Empires podcast, and I'm your host, Susan Telemontes. Here, we'll dive into business building and Instagram marketing strategies for the ambitious wedding hairstylist and makeup artist. Now let's get to building that empire, babe. Hey, babes. So happy you're here with me for another episode. Uh, Today's topic, I wanted to chat about something that I hear often. It's something that I know a lot of people struggle with, so let's chat about it. And it's how to collect, gather, or create your portfolio photos. Of course, there's a ton of different ways that you can do this. I'm going to try to keep it short and simple. That way, it's not overwhelming you. I don't like to cover too, too much in one episode. Um, because I'd like you to be able to process the information and then implement it. If we don't implement the information, then we're just getting nowhere. Also, if you notice my voice is a little nasally, it's because I am a little sick right now. Um, I have a little bit of a cold, so I'm at home relaxing, resting, and I just thought I'd jump on and chat with y'all about this topic. So my first tip for creating photos for your portfolio is while you are working a real wedding. So I know that the main struggle here is that um, timing, of course, because wedding days have schedules and we always want to be on time with our services. So the first thing that you want to make sure you do is schedule cushion time. Cushion time is great for so many reasons um, above and beyond just having time to take photos, but you should always have cushion time in your schedule. So schedule cushion time that will help with having time to take photos. And then what I like to do is I have my favorites, um, of like maybe my favorite hair or makeup look that I created that day while doing a wedding. And usually, of course, the bride is going to be one of my favorites. <laughs> That's a given. So at the end of completing all the services, when we're done on time, and usually we have extra time because we scheduled cushion time, I will then snag the bride, pull the bride aside and say, hey, would you mind if I quickly snapped a few photos for my portfolio? Most of my brides already are expecting me to take photos and videos because they see what I post on my Instagram. So they're all for it. Totally fine. And, um, and I ask this at the end because all their services are taken care of. We're on schedule, so I'm not interrupting anything. And so I look for a blank wall or a clean background, somewhere that doesn't have a ton of clutter. There's no mess in the background. And if I can find like a plain wall, either white or gray or blush tone or something that goes with your brand, Um, And then I will have them stand there and also lighting. Lighting is huge, right? So natural light is the best light if you can have them near a window facing the window, facing the sunlight, but not in the direct sunlight. Or you can take them outside and do the same thing in the shade, not the direct sunlight. Um, And then if you none of those are an option, you could also use your makeup light or your ring light, whatever you're using for lighting. That tends to work well as well. Snap a few photos um, and maybe position them and then also take some videos. 
And if you have time and there's a couple things lying around, like usually the florist will get there and bring all the beautiful bouquets, I'll grab a bouquet real quick and hand it to her so she could hold that and that just makes the photos look pretty too. You could also have them, um, sometimes they're doing like champagne toast, so I'll have them do a quick little like boomerang with the champagne flute or just pose with the champagne uh, glass and then that just adds a little different, you know, something different to your photos because we take so many hair and makeup photos, so it just adds a little nice touch to it. Um, and then I do the same with like a bridesmaid or moms, whoever you want to grab real quickly and get some photos of them. So you could take these with your professional camera if you have one or your cell phone. Afterwards, you can upload them and just really easily go on an editing app. I like to just do a little bit of lighting stuff. So I either brighten the lighting or um, tone it down a little bit so that way you can see the makeup better. Whatever I feel is going to showcase my work the best because a lot of times it looks differently in person than it does on camera. So I like to make it true to what it was, what I was seeing in person. And then I like to blur out the background if I can. That way you're focusing on the subject. You're focusing on the hair and makeup and how beautiful your client is versus like anything else in the background. Even if I like to take photos like in the nature because I do a ton of elopements, I like to see some trees and stuff in the background if I can, but I will usually do the slightest, slightest blurring effect on the background still because it still gives you that focus of the hair and makeup and it also helps the photo to look a little more professional quality. So another strategy that I like to use, and I use this a ton in the beginning of my career when I didn't have a ton of clients yet and I was still establishing myself and building a name for myself, I would schedule a ton of models to come over to the salon that I was at and I scheduled probably one or two a week. So I do their hair and makeup pose them as a bride. I would just have them wear something white. It wasn't an actual wedding dress, but like white lacy top or any kind of. And then I would um, do their hair and makeup and same thing that I just, all the tips that I just explained, the lighting, the cameras, the angles, props, whatever you can, um, and just snap those and then edit them the best that you can. And you guys would be surprised at um, the mixture of cell phone photos and professional photos that I use on my Instagram feed. And a lot of times, even professional photographers can't tell the difference of what I took on my phone and what was a professional photo. A lot of my clients, the same, they cannot tell the difference. Um, so if you mix in, it can all look cohesive and blend together really nicely and everything will look super professional. Um, so that was a great strategy for me because it helped me to showcase my work. And um, when you're in charge and doing the models yourself, then you get to decide what hairstyles you want to showcase, what kind of makeup looks you want to do. And a lot of times, or if you're doing this correctly, I should say, <laughs> you definitely want to keep in mind who your ideal bride is, who your target audience is, like what type of weddings you want to uh, market for, what type of weddings you want to book. And so make sure that the branding of the shoot and the styles and the makeup looks that you're doing 
is all in line with the type of brides that you want to attract. Okay, so to piggyback off of that last tip, another strategy that you can do is same thing, have some models, friends, whoever come over and you're going to do their hair and makeup, but you can also invite a professional photographer. So you can do trade for photos, uh, pitch the idea to a couple of photographers that you want to work with or whose um, editing styles match your um, your brand. That's super important. So if your brand is light and airy, then you want to find a light and airy photographer who uses a lot of natural light. If you're more edgy and moody, same thing. Um, so reach out to a photographer, have them come over, and this could be super quick. You can have the model completely done by the time they arrive. So then the actual shooting time for them is only like 30 minutes to an hour. Um, and, or you can have multiple models and just get it all done like in a couple hours. And that way the photographer gets some photos, you get some photos to use for your portfolio. You can also incorporate a professional florist if she wants to showcase some of her bouquets um, or even a bridal accessory shop so somebody who sells um, hair accessories and or like jewelry anything like that or wedding veils stuff like that i have also in the past grabbed florals from michael's i like to use um fake florals because you can use them over and over again and sometimes or a lot of times I should say, in photos, they look real. Like you can not tell that they were um, fake flowers. So yes, you can use a mixture of real flowers, fake flowers, whatever you feel is best. I have done it all. I've purchased um, flowers from a flower shop and paid lots of money for very expensive floral bouquets. They look amazing. I've purchased fake flowers from Michaels and Joanne's Fabrics, and whatever craft stores, they all look great. And now the last and final tip that I'm going to share for you guys to build your portfolio. This is on a much larger scale. So if you're just starting out and you haven't done styled photo shoots before, um, you probably will want to join some Facebook groups that do styled photo shoots in your area and then network and see who's hosting a styled photo shoot in your area. Um, that way, whoever is hosting is in charge of gathering all the vendors. They have the vision and the Pinterest board usually or mood board established and created. They are going to find the models for you. They're going to gather the wedding dress and all the attire that you need. Um, the events coordinator and you know all the decorations and whatever else that they want to do for this photo shoot the only thing I want you to keep in mind here is that when you are coming on board a styled photo shoot make sure that the branding and the colors and the vibe and the feel the whole mood is on point with your brand and the type of brides that you want to attract and the type of weddings that you want to book. That is number one key. The other thing you want to also check is who is the photographer. And if there's multiple photographers, just check out their portfolios really quickly again to make sure that their portfolio or their photography style is in line with your brand and the type of images that you want to post on 
your Instagram. Um, if you don't check out these things ahead of time, I, trust me, have made a ton of mistakes in the beginning of my career where I drove far and spent so much time on these styled photo shoots just to get photos that were totally not in line with my brand and I couldn't post like any of them. So it was a complete waste of time. So definitely do your vetting ahead of time. Um, another option is that you can, of course, do all of the planning and coordinating and finding all the vendors. It just takes more work. There's a lot of logistics involved. So um, if you think that you can handle it or if you've done something similar to that in the past, you can definitely plan and coordinate or find a photographer or a planner who wants to help you and assist you in the planning and coordinating of it all. The cool thing about doing these larger styled photo shoots is that a lot of times the photographers will submit for publications or if you're wanting to purposely submit for publications, that can be something that can be communicated ahead of time. That way you come up with a plan and a strategy in order to get published. Um, to get your photos published, there's a lot of requirements that um, are needed and that the the publishers are usually looking for. Um, they usually want a story, they want details, they want a storyline. So there's a lot more work that is involved. And of course, there's no guarantees that you're going to get published, but that can always be the goal. Okay, so those are all my tips for creating, gathering, <laughs> collabing for your wedding, bridal, hair and makeup portfolio photos and I hope that you guys enjoyed this chat I hope I wasn't rambling too much because I am under the weather and I was just talking off top of my head <laughs> so yes thank you guys for joining me thanks for hanging out